Welcome to the Inside Muskegon podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 100. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features interviews with guests at the Inside Muskegon 100th episode celebration and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. I want to start out by thanking everyone who came out for the party. I was overwhelmed by the response. I think everyone who came certainly had a good time. A special thank you goes out to my wife Tracy and all my friends at Converge for their help with the party and Jeremy Sear for producing 100 episodes of this podcast. I also want to thank you for listening, thank you for your feedback, and thank the guests who have been so generous with their time to be part of Inside Muskegon. Congratulations go out to Sue Wieringo, who won our fabulous Inside Muskegon gift basket, consisting of tickets to the Muskegon Fury, West Shore Symphony Orchestra, and Muskegon Thunder, wine from Clay Avenue Cellars, cheese from the cheese lady who also served our guests at the party a gift certificate from art cats gallery and muskegon money from the chamber clever cutters from orville crane and many more great muskegon related gifts after episode number 50 i did a summary of the downloads of the podcast at that time inside muskegon had received over 28,000 downloads since it started in november of 2005 at episode number 100 The podcast has now received over 125,000 downloads. Not bad for a niche podcast in little old Muskegon. So, what's next for the podcast? After three episodes, I didn't know how I was even going to make it to 12. Now, after 100 episodes, I don't think I could stop without reaching 200 or more. With that said, I need your suggestions for guests for Inside Muskegon. There are so many great stories here in Muskegon just waiting to be told please email me at jason at Inside Muskegon with your ideas. On to our interview. For the 100th episode of Inside Muskegon, we asked podcast guests, with an assist from Ramona, the following question. If you had $1 million to invest in Muskegon development, what would you do first? Now let's listen to our podcast guest responses. Well, if I had an extra million dollars to invest in downtown Muskegon, I would build my own building. There's lots of lots and possibilities. There are lots of possibilities in downtown Muskegon, and I am so excited about living and being in downtown Muskegon that I would build a building that would be three stories tall, that my wife and I would own the top floor for our own condo and the roof for our personal space, and of course, to share with our friends. Okay. And the lower floor, I would make the largest and best and most wonderful deli in all of Western Michigan. It sounds wonderful. Yep, sound we would wonderful. actually do we would actually do deliveries to the downtown area for specialty wines and liquors and cheeses. And as a matter of fact, I have even discussed the opportunity with the cheese lady. <gasps> That's a great pair-up. That is definitely a great pair-up. Well, listen, thank you very much, Orville. We really appreciate you being a part of the Inside Muskegon podcast. Thank you. Well, if I had $1 million, I would certainly like to invest it in in, uh, downtown, but I would also like to invest it in 
charitable causes in Muskegon that could help our community, and um, certainly those causes would help our overall downtown and, and our community. But if I had a million dollars just to invest in, in the downtown, um, it's a good question. I would. <laughs> I, I know you're thinking, wow, a million dollars and all the cool stuff that you could do. Yeah, with I don't it. know how far a million dollars goes, but. Uh, I, I, what I would tell you is that six months ago, what I was telling people, and I still believe it's true, is that you need to invest in downtown now before um, the price of real estate goes up. And I think there's still an opportunity, but um, what's what's occurred, which has been very good, is that the real estate has been going very quickly. And... Uh, I think that means a lot of good things for Muskegon's future, but I would still say there's still an opportunity, and that's what I would do. Is I would invest in property in downtown Muskegon for development purposes. Thanks, Brian. Okay. Wow, I'm going to say something somewhat controversial, um, but I think it's a great idea. I would invest in moving the farmer's market to this new piece of property uh, that the foundation just purchased. And it could be parking during the, it could be farmer's market during the day Mm -hmm. and parking at night for the events. So we would have that that piece of property totally active and we could get um, the farmer's market downtown where it belongs and everybody could enjoy it. all the time. That is wonderful. I mean, you and I have talked about this before on my show, so it's so nice to hear that it actually come out. And I think about a million dollars would be okay. A million dollars would do it, too. And I think we could probably have a little bit of extra. We might have some extra. <laughs> Thanks, Cindy. <laughs> okay, thank you. See, I was all set to tell you that I would do something for a senior citizens uh, uh, area where uh, some of our uh, uh, folks could come down and, uh, and and exercise and do those type of things. But I, I'm not sure that I would do that in in the downtown area. So I think I would probably, uh, if I had an extra million dollars, I'd, I'd probably uh, uh, do an investment based on what my background is, and that's uh, hospitality industry. So I'd probably, uh, uh, on, the, on the first floor, have uh, a restaurant, sports bar type of uh, um, building, and then uh, certainly have residential upstairs and and hopefully i'd be the one living there <laughs> i've heard that from a lot of people tonight where they'd like to have a building and they would be like to be the ones that actually well, lived up above absolutely it's a beautiful place to be uh, you know got the beautiful views of uh of muskegon lake and then uh, of course you have all the activity that's beginning to happen in downtown muskegon thanks a lot for being on the show thanks ramona Bye-bye. appreciate it um i think i would use it to help come up with some way to help the, the students, the young students of the Muskegon area, learn all of the opportunity that is growing and continues to grow in Muskegon County and, and use that toward educational goals that would help feed the economic engine of this community. All right. Well, thank you very much, You're Joe. You're very welcome. Thank you. Probably scratch off lottery tickets. <laughs> then I would, take, I would take that money and parlay it I'd probably battle on the Fury. Then I take that money, and that would give me like five million. What would I invest it on? I'd probably open up a uh, Krispy Kreme donut shop downtown with five million dollars. Five million dollars. I'm not so best. sure you'd need that. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd keep the change, you know. Uh-huh. Probably cost me a million for the Krispy Kreme. I'd make another six million off that downtown Muskegon. Put a McDonald's. Oh no, uh, uh, Old Country Buffet. 
Yeah, like I'd we need rich. that downtown. I'd be, a, I'd be a tycoon. But yeah, that's, I think, what I would do. All right. Thanks, Tracy. You're welcome. I, I think I'd invest in uh, condominium projects like, you know, the lofts for, for people to professionals to live and work downtown i think that'd be a wonderful way to help grow the downtown and make it come alive do you think the downtown is going to be better suited for the younger people like in the 20s 30s 40s or do you think there's still a spot and a place for our seniors because let's face it the baby boomers are out there and we've got lots of them yes as a member as a leading edge baby boomer myself uh I would hope there there be enough diversity downtown that people of all ages will feel welcome and and that there's plenty to do and and that it's a great place to live. I I think the future is bright for our downtown. The same token, I'm hoping there'll be a, a magnet for young folks too. Thank you very much, Bill. You're welcome. Mm, a million. A million. I don't think a million goes as far as I would want it to go. But you know, I think continuing to create the inner city uh, we need more arts and cultural venues downtown Okay, Uh, we've got the amazing Frauenthal Um, I would like smaller performance spaces that were appropriate for small ensemble work so I would like to have a building that is really arts and cultural uh, in addition to the Frauenthal alright thank you very much I think one of the coolest things we could do is have a really nice winter ice skating rink so i like rockefeller center like rockefeller center rosa park circle we got winter four years four months of the year we need to take advantage of it get people out you know more enjoying the outdoors cool so idea that's my idea Our, i like it well, i like it i hope i hope others do too <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> we don't, i don't got a million dollars <laughs> thanks no no dan Wow. Well, I think I would really want to put it towards education and some of the hands-on learning experiences. A lot of people don't know we're already launching high-powered rockets in downtown Muskegon once a year. We have kids come from all over the state to do that. We have amusement park physics that goes on at Michigan's Adventure. I just think there's a lot of really innovative ways we could use those dollars to provide some hands-on learning experiences. All right. Thanks a lot, Kristen. Thank you. For what I would want to do, you probably um, would need more than a million bucks. But I would put my first million, I think, towards an indoor water park. I think that would capture an excitement and a, uh, a, a certain spark that would probably bring along other types of developments. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to get one or not, but um, I think there's enough room in West Michigan for more than one. Obviously, we've got one up at Double J. Um, there's talk of one going down in Grand Haven as part of the uh, Grand River development that's going on down there. And I think the uh, community could even support one at uh, Michigan's Adventure. So I think as the Dells in Wisconsin have shown, you can have multiple indoor water parks and still be successful. So I guess that's where I'd put my first million. But you'd have to give me a couple of more because I don't think one million would cover what I would be thinking about. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Alexander. Thank you. You know, that's a good question or a good uh way to answer that because I think what I would do is probably give it to somebody looking to start a business and maybe give it to a couple people looking to start businesses like grocery store that would be fun more entertainment's always good um, keeping people down here more shopping I'm a big shoe fanatic so maybe shoes <laughs> get the shoe store in town <laughs> shoes upscale shoes yeah okay so I guess that would be my answer I'd probably give it to somebody looking to open a business well thank you very much you're welcome thank you 
I would I would establish a fund with the community foundation for the maintenance of the Frohenthal Theater. Um, the community foundation is very supportive of us, but we are not we don't make any money there. And so maintaining the facility is always a big challenge for us. And I believe that the Frohenthal gives a lot to the downtown and to Muskegon County. And I would like to see some of that pressure relieved. All right. Well, that's a great idea. No one has come up with that one so far, so that's pretty good. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you. Oh, boy. Well, I believe in development is important to any community, um, whether it be a small rural area or even a booming area such as uh, downtown Muskegon. So I would probably have to say development in general. Um, Is there something that you think, I mean, this is a clean slate, and and now people can add or subtract or do whatever they want to. Are there certain things that you think, you know what, for this to succeed, we need to have... Um, I think we have to have more vibrance. I think there has to be more livelihood. A lot, you know, a lot of um, activity attracts people, and people will attract uh, probably success. It will follow, and so probably just a little bit more vibrance. More, you know, and so I think that with that million dollars, what I would do is invest with development. All right, thank you so much. All right, thanks, Ramona. I would invest in a Occidental candy shop with a florist inside and possibly some other small business that draws people. And it would be fabulous. I'm hoping somebody else will do that. Okay, thank you very much. Boy, $1 million. Well, I'll probably make the DMBC real happy. i go buy all the rest of their land. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, go out and try to get it developed just like them when they have their money up front and the chamber. But anyway, because I was on the DMBC board, uh, if I had a million dollars, I would probably build a mixed-use center someplace on the site, kind of an Office of the Future Center Okay. that's been proposed and uh, would allow young professionals in particular to bring their technology to our downtown, which is hard to do when you take older industrial towns like Muskegon, just our, our youth leaves the community. Right. And I would, I would spend that money to try to capture our youth, our local universities, to bring all the new technology and great ideas that they're learning, bring right downtown Muskegon. What an awesome idea. Yeah. All right. Well, thank so you. So I'm waiting for that million. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll get right to it. All right. Thanks. thanks. Uh, right now, I'd probably be spending it on the uh, Heritage Square Townhome Project, which is a project that I'm uh, close to breaking ground on. And I'm very excited about it. Well, tell and us a little bit about that Heritage Home Project. Well, it's project. a work-live concept, uh, brownstone-style, row house-style uh, development here on the uh, old Muskegon Mall site uh, between 2nd uh, and 1st Street on uh, Clay Avenue. Uh, two- and three-story developments, uh, 22 units uh, uh, for work-live uh, business people and professional people downtown. Sounds great. Thanks a lot, Gary. You're welcome. I'd give it to the Community Foundation. And why is that? Because I think that they have a good pulse of what's happening in the area, and they can control the money and make it grow into something bigger. All right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Pleasure to meet you. Um, I'd love to see more great hotels here, more downtown development in the area where the old mall was. Um, See some things there that just really bring families into our community. I just think we need to come up with something we don't already have, Um, just something that's going to 
just I, I just feel like things that build memories for families. We need to have family-oriented activities here in town. Yes, we have great singles life around here, but still, I think a lot of our tourism is based on families, and I'd like to see things along that line. Okay, thank you so You're much. Welcome. Oh, I can tell you exactly what I would do with it. I have the perfect use for it. Okay. There is four acres of land right next to the YMCA for sale for a little over a million dollars, and that would add four acres to Heritage Landing, and there could be a second stage there, and it would make our summer celebration even better. Oh, that's a wonderful idea. No one has come up with that one yet, No, that's a terrific idea, and I'm actually on a mission to try to raise the money to do it. All right. Well, hopefully the million I get from you or that I give to you will help you. Oh, well, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, um, I actually also have another use for it. And there's a nice condo in, um, in the Keys down in Florida <laughs> that, that I wouldn't mind having. Yeah. And I think a million would do it. Okay. So. Thanks a lot, Bob. Okay, thank you. I'm going to start a fresh farms market, an organic market, and then we're going to take the inner city youth, and with a plot of land I buy, we're going to teach them how to plant, sow, and feed the community, and then learn to trade in this, at the same time, and there'll be shipping, there'll be computers, there'll be warehousing, so not only will we teach them how to grow from the ground and start a project from the beginning to the end, but we'll also teach them how to learn a job, be responsible, therefore giving them something to do with their lives. That is an awesome idea. That is like one of the best ones so far. Thank you very much. Thank you. All right. Help encourage uh, residential development downtown. I think that's so important to having a vital downtown. Is So I would, I would put it into a residential type development. Do you know what kind of a residential type development? Um, two to three stories tall. Commercial on the main floor, residential on the second and third. All right. Thank you very much, Roger. You're welcome. I probably would look at moving the farmer's market from its current location to the to the downtown. I, I and, uh, and build the most fabulous market that we've seen in, in West Michigan here. I think it's such a drawing card to bring people into our downtown area and a variety of people. The access points, you can get there by bus, you can walk, you can get there by car and vehicle. And as the other developments starts to get there, like the housing developments that we see, it's, it's, it, it'll be a good drawing card to attract people to our downtown. And do you have an area that you think would be the best spot for us to put the farmer's market? Well, I do, but I can't say. <laughs> okay. Um, but uh, but just keep keep your eyes open for, for, for news and keep coming into downtown and just watching. All and right. watching all the developments take place. All right. I'll do that, Ed. Thanks. Thank you. I think that I would invest it in an outdoor sculpture park for the city. All right. Now, Chicago has things like that, and theirs kind of rotate around. Would yours be different, or would it be just a, a stationary park? I mean, um, rotating sculptures? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that as the park acquired more sculptures, that it would, um, you know, it might rotate at that point. But until it acquired enough sculptures to fill the area, um, it would be probably stationary. All right. Thank you a lot. Bye. I think young people need more places to go and spend their time that um, are 
related to them, like um, art museums and um, cafes and niche little places to shop rather than the big stores that you see in other areas and the big um, mall-type places. It's, it's always nice, especially um, in downtown areas, to be able to go and shop for things that you wouldn't normally be able to shop at at a, get it, find at a mall, um, and to be able to go to an art gallery, and I, I kind of think of places like um, Old Town Lansing or Downtown Saugatuck, and and Muskegon doesn't have a place like that yet, and and those are the places that people like to go and um, go to a bed and breakfast and stay for a weekend and go shopping for a weekend, and I think Muskegon needs to be one of those places that this weekend me and my family we're going to go down to Muskegon, or if we live in Muskegon, I'm going to go down town tonight and um, go out to dinner and go to a show or go to the museum and then go shopping and walk down to Heritage Landing and go see the go to the water and buy a coffee kind of a thing. Okay, great. Thanks a lot, Kathy. Well, I was just talking to Max McKee here a few minutes ago. You know, my uh, taste is in baseball. And I think it'd be an ideal place by the Mart Dock to put a big, beautiful baseball diamond in. Okay. That's the ideal setting. We got the uh, right field fence and the uh, old Highway 16, as I used to call it. I, the dimensions are absolutely perfect. But, you know, that's probably uh, something that's not going to happen. But I still think that, you know, that's just a fantasy of mine. All right. Thanks a lot. Okay. Here you go. On an Institute for Healing Racism. <laughs> Tell us a little bit more about what you do with that million dollars. Well, I... Uh, I would have to sit back and really take a look at something like that. Uh, I would try to turn a lot of it right back to the community because I'm not cash-driven. So, um, it would be a good investment because it would, uh, a lot of it would come back to town. All right. Thanks a lot, Gordon. Thank you. Well, I had invested into the, the arena and then possibly even redo the Mark Dock. Uh, that way the Thunder would have their own arena. And buildings, um, something to create jobs in the Muskegon area to help bring and drive business up again back in the community. Um, and then you know, hopefully somebody else will be able to get, or direct me in a better way to invest in other areas as well. All right. Thanks a lot, Adam. You're welcome. I think that I would look real hard into spending it into things to get families downtown. I would look into um, doing things like getting city parks downtown so that you bring families in because I think families are life and the resource to that family will then bring more families in. Uh, Parks, also anything you can do to make it family friendly. Um, The arts have some kind of an art school, some kind of an art way to get children downtown into the art museum, which is we do have. And the, of course, we have our wonderful um, county museum and we have the Frauenthal. So I guess I would take as much money as I could and invest it, first of all, into some kind of an endowment so it would continue on and on and on and on. So it wouldn't just be something that's once it's spent, it's spent. I would like to see it continue on with that kind of Oh, thing. what a great idea. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Now on to our listener feedback. For the latest feedback in Inside Muskegon, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. 
can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 100 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com.